I think the headphones are cheaper than the mic. So there's like a quality a, discrepancy. Yeah, probably. Well, my mic was like, I don't know, just under 90. And these headphones mm. were about 50. But yeah. man, did I um and ah and bloody faff about trying to buy these effing microphones. Like, oh, well, I like that one. Oh, this one's got good ratings. Oh, I'll put this one in my basket, but I won't buy it. I'll look for a discount. And it's like four days later. Yeah. <laughs> I've looked on every website going. And they're like, oh, well, the, the dark blue weird looking one's like 12 quid cheaper. I'll buy that. And then I bought it. And then I was like, what did I buy that for? I don't even like blue. <laughs> so they cancelled that. Or weird. Like, oh, man. I knew. Just did my own head in with it. I just can't just go out and buy something straight away. It has to always go around in circles for a month. But yeah, now I didn't even get into it. I had no vested interest either way. So I was like, okay. You said, oh, yeah, have a look at this. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, that'll do. Because I don't even know enough to get into looking at what they do or what they don't do or specification or anything. So no, I basically, I saw one, I saw a few people using one on. Uh, YouTube videos that I watch and I was like oh I'll get that and that was like 150 quid I was like it's a bit steep so yeah, I, got a miniature, steep, I got the mini version of it which is I think it's going to be absolutely fine as long as people can what? hear or that person that listens that one time can hear yeah well nice for them high quality <laughs> audio for them both sides we've laid out a quarter of a grand on mics and <laughs> headphones <laughs> for one person they should feel privileged yes please we are on multiple platforms now now multi-platform i want to pretend like it was a real like effort to do that if i literally clicked a button in anchor and it just sent them all off to all these different places and started coming in i was like oh cool we're on spotify brilliant man we're on yeah the boys are here finally back in town it's been a long wait now we're here and uh, yeah it's all working seems to be and yeah, obviously had the, uh, I say obviously, I'll tell you the story as if you haven't heard it, just for everybody else's benefit. So I got that parcel delivered with that spot of blood, <laughs> that spot of blood on the parcel, which is gross. Big claret. Yeah, and um, I kicked it in with my foot, kicked it into the house. <laughs> I'm not touching that. <laughs> that hates. And, uh, that you know, hates. I've bled on parcels before, so I know what I'm talking about. And yeah. Um, and yeah, long story short, they were really good. Amazon, really, really good service. Rang me up. Linda gave me 50 quid. Oh, Lynn. That'll do. Oh, Lynn. I mean, I don't know what sort of biohazard and infectious disease was in that parcel. But yeah, it's worth 50 quid. And I've got 50 yeah. quid, so that's cool. Yeah. And then to top it off, I don't know why everybody's bleeding all over the stuff that I order. But um, yeah, hoodie come in. Hoodie come in from a company, supplier, and like some sort of red spec. Of drop a cloud not a pen. It's definitely not a pen. So I need to sort that out. So I emailed them. Hopefully they'll sort that out. So I mean, you know, I don't mind bleeding on my own stuff with my own blood. But yeah, you don't really want everybody else. To I wouldn't send it out to someone. There you go. Just print it over the top of it. Yeah, vinyl that in. That'd be fine. Red one. Nice new red logo coming out next month. Next drop. Yeah. <laughs> I call it the splatter tea. Splatter tea, yeah. yeah. We do this splatter tea, the acid one, of the acid one, yeah. Splatter tea. Cool. I was going to wear that actually. I was just going to pop that on. I put I put my um my LMFG t shirt on, and then realized I'd never iron anything. I thought oh, I can't really wear that. They iron so, themselves. That's the magic of the G. Well, if you leave them long enough, gravity does it for you. Yeah. So yeah. So so my week, my week has been the blood package. I wrote some stuff down. Change when I did that. Uh, yeah, obviously got these headphones from a quality, and then I had an MRI. Ah, my knee. How did that go? Well, you don't know the results yet, I guess, do you? Because they make no. you wait for two weeks while they look at it and then Google and see. It's exactly what that. Happened. Yeah, it's two yeah. weeks. Two weeks until I get the results back through my consultant GP dude. But um, it was interesting actually because they, um, I was waiting and waiting and waiting, and I didn't know after I had the sort of telephone appointment what was happening and uh, I think it was on the Wednesday this week I had a letter come through I said your appointment's on Friday at six in the evening and I was like okay that's cool because that's fine I can make that <laughs> this big old checklist you have to fill out um, like you got any heart problems ever had like ever been shot or got any bomb shrapnel in you ever had any left metal, over yeah metal filings in your eyes all this kind of stuff like 20 old questions 20 30 yes no questions 
So I filled that one out, got nice and prepared. And when I got there, the guy goes, right, so have you got your question now? I was like, yeah, here you go. He goes, right, I'm just going to run through all these with you. I was like, okay. Okay. And then he asked me I all the questions again. <laughs> just to make sure. I was like, get someone else to fill it in for you. Yeah. I was like, well, why did I have to fill this in before I come here? If you're just going to ask me the exact same questions when I get here. It's weird. <laughs> I suppose they just can't trust people with their own, you know, shit. I don't know. And what are you going to do? You're going to lie. Yes, yeah. I am full of metal. Please MRI me so I can explode. Yeah, it was pretty relaxing actually. It was nice just to have a little lay down. And whilst the thing went, but do you go legs in? Yeah, first. Legs in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I had somewhere I went head in, and that wasn't. I think it went all the way over me. You think they would because it was from my leg when I did my leg last year. And I think it went all the way over. And it was super loud as well. That was an oh, MRI. Yeah. Crazy it was like loud. Insanely loud. And then the ones I had for my hip were really quiet. So I don't know if they were a CT instead rather than MRI, because MRI is magnetic, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, that one that I had in, in Spain was insane. And uh, they did two in a row as well, because normally they do one. And they had to do my, my like upper leg where I broke it and then my ankle. So it was two in a row. And it lasts about 25 minutes, something like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was at least sort of 10, 15 minutes in there. Yeah, so I did two on the bounce. And, like, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, should we do the other one? And I was like, yeah, okay. Because they were going to make me come back like another day to do yeah. the other one. And it was like midnight or something. They were like shutting the facility. He said, oh, yeah, you want to do another one? Yeah, let's get it done. So I was like, in 45 minutes, you think I'm... Yeah. You have to stay still as well, don't you? That's the other thing. Yeah. Just stay still for 45 minutes. It's all right, because they're scanning my leg. But I was thinking, what mm. if you had like, I don't know, like a jaw or something you need to fracture? Because I'm not, you can't like keep your face still that whole time, but mm. it must do. We should just stay still, full stop on it. So even if it's like, because um, what were they, yeah, they were doing my pelvis. And then I think they were doing, I did some of my chest before as well. And they, they're like, um, not hold your breath for 45 minutes, but on the CT stuff, it's like, okay, take a deep breath and then you have to hold it and you're not allowed to like breathe out or anything. <laughs> Yeah, they can work out what's going on. That kind of because I, I guess as soon as you move, then the images get um, distorted, don't they? Like yeah. overlap, and you can't see what's going on. Yeah. yeah. No more of those. Well, I have another one. I have. I just guess. I guess I just have a straight X-ray this week, and I go back for my check. Yeah, it's reassuring how everybody like exits the room and stands behind lead shields and stuff. Like they, they give like you a tiny giant little, doors, like a tiny little. Uh, PP cover for your face. <laughs> have a pelvis <laughs> x-ray. Well, oh, you're so tiny like that. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> give me a little, you know, give me a little thimble. <laughs> to pop it no, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it, mate. <laughs> I don't need see. that thing anymore. No. Yeah. When I had the one in Spain, they, uh, but it was just a straight x-ray at the time. And uh, I'd hit my stomach because it was my stomach that got hurt. And uh, I laid down on the on the bed in the in the x-ray room and they didn't give me anything like that because normally they give you something don't they? like a, this sort of lead sheet i think it's like a lead sheet isn't it or something yeah, like to a, cover it or whatever and like from yeah, the like other side of the room flak jacket uh, i was like are you, you going to give me something to you know like for protection or what and from the other side of the room she like frisbee the thing to me on the bed <laughs> i was like wow <laughs> on my stomach which was all busted open yeah. so that was good Take that, bitch. Enjoyed that. No, she pretty. She pretty there, me. Not back at home. Yeah. All right, big man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Want your protection? Do you? Wow. Take that. Yeah. Don't want. Don't want to be nuclear, do you? Have some of this. Oh, sorry, Your Majesty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take this. Like, Pow. Yeah. With the uh, well, because they're heavy as well, aren't they? Things made of lead. So it like wallops me with it. In the, yeah. In well, the they um. When I got when I got in this one, they had it obviously on my on my left leg, which is where the problem was, and, they, and then um, they like they clamp it in, so it's got like a like a I don't know like a holder a holster a leg holster, and then they yeah, an MRI, like, yeah. attach it over the top, so it's mm -hmm. like a tube, like a sealed yeah. tube. Yeah, to keep it still. Yeah. And then he um, and then he put sandbags on my leg. Oh yeah, stuff, weight them down. Stop the, I was, stop like, the seriously, flame. that was proper relaxing. I had. Earplugs in. And had, <laughs> the like, most relaxing time uh, you've had in years. Noise cancelling. <laughs> headphones on. Enough, on. No one of these, mate. 
<laughs> so it's going to be about 15 minutes is that right like, yeah 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 and i was so like listening to all the the yeah they give, put headphones on as well as earplugs i didn't i didn't get anything no, yeah because he goes yeah he goes these are still really loud and i was like oh yeah okay i had one a few years back and they did the same thing but they piped, they piped music in to the headphones um the last one mm. they didn't do it for this one they said oh if you if you want if you want music you need to bring your own cd i said well, where was that on the checklist don't need to bring my own walker yeah. as well i think i've got onkers uh, onkers big mocker by top loader kicking around somewhere <laughs> now 42 dancing in the moonlight for 15 minutes on repeat yeah no i don't really fancy that but yeah smash nice. hits 98 very yeah. good no, they didn't give me anything for mine nothing just they just said uh yeah it'll be loud and i was like okay and it was really loud it's like an ultra version of the dial-up internet yeah. yeah, full on. Like, yeah, but even, <laughs> even when the thing's not on, it's like um, well, it's a massive magnetic. Yeah, there's like something field. just like a constant beat behind it, just going do 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 do. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, cool. Waiting for it to drop. Yeah, it's all, all sorts. But there's, it was in this mobile MRI unit, and I, I hate, hate, hate being late for stuff. And when I don't M- know, MRI, MRI, yeah, MMRI, MMRI. And when I don't know where I'm going, I get like I want to be there. Like you have to go the day before. Early. I don't, yeah, I don't like, don't like getting there and like figuring out where I'm going. And Claire obviously works at the hospital. So she was going, oh yeah, you go around here and you go in there and all this. And I had like a set of instructions on a letter as well. I was like walking around the hospital, like a tourist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the camera, you know. Oh, okay. the thing, reading the thing. Like looking for doors that had opened. I was like trying these doors. I was like, no. Mm. It, was, it basically said on the instruction, there's a big white building with MRI written on the side of it. Just knock at the door. Could I could I find this building? <laughs> I think it was massive, absolutely massive. It was like a mobile, like you get at school, like double, like one of the okay. double mobiles. Yeah, huge. Double wide. Be on mofo. But yeah, it's a MRI on my neck now. I managed to pull my neck this week. Like <clears throat> horrible. So my hip is feeling pretty awesome. And then I woke up the other day and it was like someone had been jumping on my neck all night. Yeah, well, you're, you're nearly 40 now. So if you sneeze wrong, oh, something goes, something Old. tweaks. So I haven't got anything uh, to release that. I've got a phone roller, but it's too big. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, can't do anything. And I was talking to um, Emily Tam about it because she was doing some like roller stuff. Yeah. And, no, haven't you got anything? I was like, got a hammer. <laughs> I used to rubber mallet and put it in my neck. That's pretty cool. It's got a handle on it. So I put the rubber mallet in my neck and lay on it and then uh, give it some rotations and I released it a little bit. Those, um, um, what are they called? Accumobility. Have you seen those? Like they're uh, not balls, but they're like uh, like a cone sort of thing. So they they stick to a surface and then they've got like a ball on the end of it. So rather than having, you know how people like use lacrosse balls and things to get like to like smash yeah. their stuff, they put a lacrosse ball mm-hmm. under and then you roll. That's what I there. wanted. Yeah, it's like that, but it stays still, so you move okay. into it rather than you rolling around on it. Yeah, I think, I'm sure it's called accumability, but they're meant to be. Um, what's his name? Chris Duffin uh, works with them. Really, really okay, great. Cool. All their stuff. Yeah. yeah, all that kind of stuff is cool. And there's like micro blading as well. You can get people to just get big old metal yeah. rods and blades and things just scrape shit off dough, is it? yeah no that's just a ball that's just a a ball on a suction cup sort of thing no but even the micro blade isn't that like uh almost like a small rolling pin type thing and they doesn't cut anything does it no it's not sharp so it's not a blade is it <laughs> a very dull blade <laughs> i don't know how you describe a it like a thin knife it's like a fin, like a like a boomerang. Yeah. Or shape. Uh, yeah, for scraping. Well, I'm all I'm all up for like trying all that kind of stuff. It's like if if you know it's, it's if it's available and you think, well, I'll give it a go, I'll give it a go, could work. Might not yeah. work. Could it? No, it's okay. It's free enough a bit. Because I've got physio on Tuesday, and I was thinking, well, if it's not all right by then, I think it's from being on the crutches all the time. I'm like in a permanent mm. struggle or something. So, and as well, when Janine helped us with the mobility stuff last year, I had a problem. I have the same problem for some reason with my trap, like quite a lot. And from if I don't train, 
to when I get hurt and then I can't train and I'm sitting down for a long time at the desk. I think it basically just sends the wrong signal from my trap or something. It just cramps after a while. Yeah. And then uh, it's like, it's just like locked up there. And then with the crutches as well, just can't release it again. So it's now started to free off a little bit, but still not quite right. Still a little bit nippy. It's okay. You'll be fine on the bike. by Tuesday when I can actually get the guy uh, to have a look at my leg again. I was going to try and hijack that and say, yeah, can you have a look at my neck? Because I think he's... Yeah, they love that, the yeah. Love Healthcare that professionals love that. Wow. Give it He's to the doctors. Paid. He's going to pay whatever happens. I've used four of my 10 minutes. Can you have a look at all this other stuff that's wrong with me? Yeah, yeah. I've got 45. So if he does like three on my leg, then he can do the other 42 on my neck. It's okay. The leg's okay. I'm not sure what else he's going to do with my leg, to be honest. Like the guy I went to in uh, Spain, I've done a lot of physio, like or rehab, not physio, a lot of rehab before I went to him because I was doing like three times a day. Went to him after three months. I'm like, I saw him twice and he was like, well, I can't do anything else. Like, there's not, what else are we going to do? You've got all the mobility back that you're going to get back and you're strong enough already because you've been training. So that's it. Like they said, do 10 sessions. He's like, don't bother. But this one, it's like they block you in for 10 and then you have to do 10 because you get a, you get a, basically like a prescription from the doctor. And you go, they take the prescription and then you do the 10 sessions. You pay at the end of the session. So after the first one, they're like, oh, I said, no, can I pay? Like, no, no, you pay at the end. So I've got to get a mortgage out at the end to pay for that. Yeah, nice. And then like, he gave me a band as well. I'm like, okay, I'll pay for the band. He's like, no, no, you build, build at the end. I'm like, God, build at the end. It's going to be good. <laughs> so you get nine sessions the and then like just keep postponing the 10th one and you just never get that bill. Got to pay some time, dude. Might as well just get it done. Yeah. Don't start, it's never going to finish it. But it means that I'm, they might have one of those balls. They might have an accumulability thing or something like that. Because I think I could do that. It's feeling pretty messed up. Because the foam roller is just too big. So it's too, can't get in, get yeah. in there and do anything. And everything else is not quite right. Like you try with a tennis ball or something like that. They're not They're too squishy. It's not hard enough. Yeah, too squishy. Got, um, I've got one from my protein. It's like, a, you know, uh, those balls that you put in the, in the tumble dryer like laundry ones like it's like a ball but with loads mm. of little spikes on oh yeah not spikes but they're like dumb. yeah, yeah. it's got knobs, a texture knobs, yeah. knobs. Um, yeah the man that is evil knobs. like do that yeah i used to do that up against the wall when i had issues with my shoulder and things like that i imagine though if you don't actually know what you're doing you're probably no, yeah, going to do more harm than good on like that's what i'm thinking is like probably just going to mess this up but i've had loads of problems with that side and i think it probably is because of my leg just in general I always hurt this right leg and then i always i don't get injured um because what we were saying the other day about things when you're injured and when it's hurts. painful so yeah. yeah when it hurts but do you remember i said when i was doing the that juggernaut and got like two i think i was going into like the second max week and i pulled my lat or something like that yeah but like horribly pulled it and i couldn't do anything it's awful and then now it's like moved up into my neck but it's probably from my hip it's probably everything is tight in my hip or something mm. it's just pulling everything so i'll see if i can get through all these 10 sessions of physio and then see if they can then fix the rest of it because a lat a lat like tweak and stuff that just takes everything out doesn't it, it just messes do up everything like my neck as well yeah deadlifting recently like trying to trying to like tuck my everything in like trying to squeeze like my lats and stuff in and then i'll get like Barely into the session, and I can feel like my lat going. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. And I've um, I've had it like down the bottom of my my lat before when I've been squatting as well. I'm like a like a top set, and I'll like go into the top set, and I'll like brace, and then I'll just feel it go. Like, no. It's almost like it's a conditioning thing, isn't it? Because it's a bit like a cramp. Because I had it before when I was racing the push bike enduros in Spain, and I could feel it coming a cramp. And I get the cramp after mm. like three hours of riding because it's all, um, it's quite, there's quite a lot of elevation in the loops that they do. So you end up riding for maybe five hours in a day for a race with some little breaks when you get to the time stages. But there's always like a minimum of say 1200 meters elevation. Yeah. Um, and after about three hours is about where I hit 800 meters and every time without fail, and whether that was like a placebo thing or conditioning thing, I think it was that as well. I could feel my legs start to cramp. And if I just push that a little bit more, that would then be it. 
and that yeah. would cramp and then I would like my leg would lock up and I wouldn't be able to do anything but if I could keep it right on the limit of that then it'll be okay and this is the same thing it's like it's like almost there with this like little mm. cramp and you push it just push it a little bit too too hard and you're in the danger zone then aren't you but this this is my neck that I don't know what it was I just slipped on the side yeah. I can relate exactly to what you're saying about training at altitude for like three to five hours and feeling the cramp because when I train at sea level for about two or three minutes and my okay. calves pop off That's cool, yeah. it's exactly the same as that and I think oh, maybe maybe I just need more electrolytes rather than training <laughs> calves specifically for, for the workout I'm doing I think I'm thinking my electrolytes are low or my chakra is out of whack somehow it could be or the this fourth quadrant yeah that's going to be an, an eclipse but yeah the um when my i think it's, it's half and half a lot of the time when i uh I've, I've smashed my calf a couple of times i they like just pop off every now and again and i'll get the fear when i'm trying to do like jumps and skipping and all that kind of stuff running as well and i can i'm going in my head i'm going baby it baby it baby it and i go no 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 no, no it's not this is going to hold on no, no no it's fine it's fine and in my whole time i'm thinking about it and worrying about it and obsessing mm. about it and trying to like protect it so i'll mm. then end up um striking harder on the left leg than the right leg because i'm worried about it or mm-hmm. something will go on but yeah they, it just mind you, i can start i can feel just before it's going to go yeah, yeah. so sure. i'll stop and i'll go right i know that's going to go so i'll stop doing that because otherwise that's going to be like out of action for a couple of weeks yeah. but so far yeah, that's touch amazing. everything wood i've got some pbs uh, on some double under workouts and stuff for the last couple of weeks I've been training that every week mm-hmm. little... well that's how you win in the end isn't it if you can be consistent with it and you just build a little bit on top of a little bit on top of it because that's where I go wrong with you, know, you go out too hard or too fast too soon and then you get hurt and then I'm done now aren't I, for four weeks imagine how much I could have improved in those four weeks yeah I've been off and now I've got to get not a super long way to get back but yeah I've got to get back to where I was get that confidence back from after having a crash and then yeah get some strength back as well and get going again so if you can be conscious of that and manage that sort of thing you know and it's a it's a bit of an ego check thing in the end isn't it that when you can realize that actually the progress you'll make out of backing off and not hurting yourself is actually going to be much bigger than maybe that little pb you would have done that day then you you're winning then aren't you yeah. there's a balance obviously in there you can't baby it all the time and be a pussy all the time can you but well the thing the thing that i've nine. found from doing that because i do the annie workout which is 50 40 30 20 10 double unders and sit-ups i think i'm just getting faster at sit-ups which isn't you know quite good because that's just a bit of core endurance because there's quite a mm-hmm. lot of sit-ups in, in one go so getting faster mm-hmm. at that and just putting bigger sets of double unders together because i was i was doing these workouts like one week it took me nearly 13 minutes to do this one workout and now i'm like down to nine minutes 20 yeah man that's a big difference but it was just it was insane because i was just standing there on the driveway and you know what it's like when you're trying to practice double unders and you're like bang bang and you're just like oh for sake um and i literally i swear i say i say it as a joke to people in in crossfit about what they need to do differently i just say i just need to jump higher like for anything doesn't matter what it yeah is. you keep saying that to me just jump just jump, just jump higher. higher just jump higher yeah aren't we? but i did start jumping higher and that did it <laughs> just <laughs> just start jumping higher just yeah. jumping harder and jumping mm-hmm. higher and spinning the rope that little bit quicker but it was like a it was like a a spin and relax like a spin and relax like, so it wasn't yeah. just constant it's like a spin and relax mm. spin and relax and that yeah. got like a nice yeah. little canter on the go when you see people who are good at it, you can see the rhythm. Can't you? Well, you can see yeah. when you do it now, yeah. you see the rhythm of, of doing it. Because you as well hold like a really strong position as well, don't you? Like you see some people, they're still managing to do it, but the position's not that strong. And I guess the more you can... Donkey kick. Well, not even the donkey kick, but the position is just a bit loose. You know, like they're a bit broken in position. But I think the, the sort of more you can stay straight, the less power you lose, don't you? The less energy is transferred into actually making you jump within reason. It depends if you're doing it all in your ankles or you're using the calves a little bit as well. You can't really do it all in your ankles. You can't really get it all out of your ankles. Uh, I want to get to a stage where I it look I look relaxed when I when I look back yeah. at a video I look relaxed because at the minute I I know I'm tense yeah. because I can I'm like holding on my back flippers mm-hmm. like trying to get to like the biggest set I can 
on mm. when I'm doing the, the the conditioning stuff. And um, I was talking to the CrossFit coach. This was a while back when I first started trying to do double unders, and he was saying, like, never never go to failure, like never go to failure on double unders. Like it's it is only skipping, but you wouldn't like go to failure on any other movement if you're in the middle of a workout. You would like do it what until you failure can, though. With a double do it until you can't do it anymore. Can't do it anymore. Yeah. So it's like just try and try and pace, not pace, but try and understand what uh, an okay set is, and then do it in sets. Yeah. Because if you can, like, if you can do say fifty unbroken, but that is your absolute max, and you're you you know you're dying after doing those 50 then you're gonna to have to rest and recover to be able to do the next stop so if you just yeah, do like wonder, 20 20 20 20 i imagine for most people it's not a fitness or endurance issue is it it's a technique issue yeah because for me i can jump the way i was doing it was i was, I was trying to build the different pieces so i do um those penguin jumps and the power hop and it was like the power hops that were helping a lot power jumps sorry power hops power jumps so trying to jump like double the height of a single under for example to get high enough and consistently so try and do 100 of those in a row and have a rest and then do another 100 so you're building that jumping endurance and then you've got the technique side of it as well haven't you? so that's this penguin hop like clapping your hands on your yeah. thighs but i can much easier for me to do 100 power jumps than it is for me to do mm. 10 double unders do you know what I mean so it surprised me if someone could get to the point where it was their fitness that stopped them rather than their technique unless they were elite and then they don't really need to worry about that because you're probably doing so many double unders I mean like there's, there's probably never going to be a workout where there's a thousand double unders in a row or something is there do you know what I mean probably not a thousand so like we, yeah they do. I thought the technique the is always going to be the problem. Like for you, yeah. I'm sure you could jump more times than you can double under. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can do. I can do skipping. But, well, I can't do any more because I forgot how to do single unders now. But mm. I suppose I liken it to if you if you had to run a distance, and then like my, me trying to do as many double unders as I can in one go, and like holding on is like I would be sprinting that distance, mm. and then I'd have to stop sprinting at some point because I'd be. Yeah. <clears throat> well and then the rest of that distance would just be a horror show because yeah. i'd just be so knackered from trying to sprint whereas if actually i just walked it or jogged it then it would be a lot it would feel a lot better to complete that distance yeah but it depends what aspect you need to improve them yeah what do you need to improve it? do you need, need to, to improve your double under endurance or do you need to improve your double under technique because if you need to improve all, your all double under endurance and you can do the technique then you need to add more double unders otherwise you're never going to get better yeah, at all of the above yeah, because I, there's a different thing as well between being able to have the strength to jump high enough to do a double under compared to being able to do 100 consecutive jumps or 200 yeah. jumps or 300 jumps. So you have to train a different thing. Don't you? Well, that's the, the other thing I do after I do the, the Annie workout is I do a, an EMOM. So in every minute on the minute, I just do my max unbroken set for 10 minutes of double unders and whatever my score, and I'll like, try and beat my score so if I only get two, so you just go, and then you have, mm -hmm. as soon as you stop, you stop. So it's like you're it's mm -hmm. like an elimination round sort of thing. Yeah. If you get if I get forty, brilliant. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like on my way. But then if the next round I trip after two or three, then that's the score. So now I'm on forty three. So then I got to wait, uh -huh. and then in the next one I do another like. But your, your max unbroken set is <laughs> related to technique or related to fitness. What do you normally fail because you trip on the rope bias? Do you make yeah, it? Out well, it could you? be because I can do, I can, I can, yeah, I can rip out a set of three, <laughs> or I can, or I can get up to forty. It's it's building up the consistency. So I'm trying to like build consistent sets of like, okay, I know I can always get to like twenty twenty five, as in before I trip, because I'm trying to be consistent with how I jump and how the rope moves and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But it's also how your technique breaks down when you get tired, isn't it? Yeah. So the two things come together again, don't they? Have you got solid technique? And then can you maintain that technique when you're tired? Which so the answer comes to both from, of those is no. <laughs> comes from, yeah, practice and some sort of progression, doesn't it? And like I say, in doing sets, because you can do multiple sets, can't you? And build up the reps and the, the multiple larger sets build up the fitness to be able to do the double unders in general. I can't explain to anyone about any of it because I can't do double unders. So. But the general principle applies to 
most things. Most stuff, you're yeah. right. You go to failure and then you've got to do that recovery part, haven't you? And if it's a really stressful thing, which jumping is quite stressful, like you know, jumping rope is quite stressful on the body, like um, impacts like that. They are quite stressful to recover from, even though it doesn't seem like super high intensity. And there's still quite a lot of load, especially mm. if you're jumping as hard as you can. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like when people are doing jump warm ups, when you get a jump warm up in a five three mine or something like that, then the jump warm ups are really quite short, just to prime the nervous yeah. system to be ready to squat or to deadlift. And you're only talking about, say, maybe like 15 jumps, tops, something like that, long jumps or box jumps. So, yeah, they're pretty powerful things to use. And warm ups are always <laughs> the worst, anyway, aren't they? They always feel just rough. Yeah. like because you're just going from nothing to then all of a sudden you're doing something even like the yeah. on, on my any of my powerlifting sets all the all the warm-ups just feel gross they just feel progressively worse and then it doesn't even feel any better until you start coming back down the other side yeah. yeah down the other side's right isn't it once you get back down the other side i always remember that from when i was training before even like in luton when we used to train there like you go all the way and you think oh man this is a grind going up and you hit like a set and then we do some sets on the way up to the top set of deadlifts like a we used to do like a pyramid like a descending pyramid one so you do I don't know, 60 for 10 100 for 10 120 for 10 140 for 8 160 for 6 180 for triple or whatever and 190 for single or and then as you come back down it'll be like yeah 140 for 15 100 for 20 yeah and smashing it all the way down but because your, your body's ready for it then isn't it? it already feels heavy from hitting your 190 and then on the way back down it's like, oh, it is easy. she's primed as a proper warm-up yeah big old warm-up but i'm pretty excited to get back to it i'll be interesting to see how long i have to wait before i can go again hopefully yeah. not very long went out on the push bike again today that was good didn't do any weeds kept the wheel on the ground so it's still snowing no it's not now yeah. Well, right. There's some I can see snow, but it's not actually like actively snowing anymore, which is good. So I got out, I'll sneak out tomorrow in the morning. It did rain a little bit this morning, but there's some cool little trails around here. There's some trails that run by the side of the river, pretty flat, so you can go indefinitely basically. And uh, it's just nice to get out because I haven't been able to get my heart rate up for four weeks, really, like a yeah. little bit doing the push ups and uh, pull ups and stuff like that. But only in little rounds because it's the same sort of thing as a double under, isn't it? Like with a push up and a pull up, you can only keep your heart yeah. rate up for so a minute, really, a minute, and then you have to jump down and do something else, and, and then jump up and then jump, and you can only do that for so long. But with a push bike, you basically you can keep it up as long as you can keep it up, really. Yeah, yeah. I um, I've been back to the box just yet. I was. They've been open. Obviously, this is what we end of week two now. So everything in the UK is open back up. Well, I say everything in the UK. Week Stuff two, is open one. back up. And this is the end of week two. So people have been one. going back to gyms and there's some new gyms opened and things around here. So everybody's getting in amongst it. And Instagram is alive again with the with this all the people in the gyms Sound of lifting, which is cool. So you can see everybody yeah. getting after it again. Yeah. But I just haven't um I haven't wanted to go back just because I feel like because I've got this issue with my knee if I go back and I have to change the workout or scale the workout or anything like where I don't feel like I've done the same workout as everybody else I feel like oh man oh, shit. I feel like oh, that was a bad session because I haven't done well, like what was written on the board which is all it's in not my a head. bad session though is it you just no it's to... not it's just all in my head but it's just how I feel about it's it, all it yeah, in your own back. head basically like what's more important to go there and train with people or train on your own and be in your own head okay with yourself in your own head yeah yeah if you're going to get more benefit from going there i guess the problem is if you get the benefit from competing there and you're not doing the same thing then you're not going to be competing in your own head are you with them you're just waiting yeah so, i understand where you come from it's also it's also really sure. it's quite difficult um to like i'm not very good at pacing anyway i did a workout the other day where i did uh ski row and bike i'm looking at them now as so a ski row bike and uh I, man i just i really really messed up the pacing on it i came out so <laughs> hot this was, oh my god because i thought right it's a thousand i'm gonna do a thousand meters so it was a thousand 
800, 600, 400, 200. So you go 1,000 ski, 1,000 row, 1,000 bike, 800, 800, 800, 600, mm -hmm. all the way down to 200. And I thought, right, I'm just going to have to go. I want to get this, like, I want to get this first kilometer. Just, I just want to get it done. I want to be off this thing and onto the next one. <laughs> so normally I ski at about two, just over two minutes for 500 meters on the ski. Mm -hmm. And I think I came out at like 130, 135. And I thought, I'm going to hold this. <laughs> I'm going to hold this wide open for this whole thousand meters. Like, oh, I don't care. There is no tomorrow. Let's go. There's no stopping me. Yeah. I must have got one minute 40 in. And I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> I love that. The rest of that 31 and a half minute workout yeah. was a disaster. No, was Just an 800, 600, disaster. 400, 200, 100. What was, did you do 150? Or no, did you I didn't. Because there's not a great deal of point in doing though, what I feel because you're not on for long enough. It's more, you take longer to get on and off the thing than you would to get to the next. Well, I guess it depends if you increase if you can increase the intensity at each stage because in theory you should be able to or do you hold the same pace for each um i think yeah i think i well i did it wrong in the first place so yeah you would <laughs> one just, i went out way too hot yeah because yeah, i didn't have Two, anything left but yeah always always on the last the last one you just meant to just go absolutely flat out but you probably could have should be able to start pulling the trigger in the 400s and and then holding on for the 200s what the point of it is like what is the goal of it but then like the overriding goal of all of it is just like this general increase in conditioning isn't it it's yeah. just like a general leveling up of your foundation fitness level isn't it yeah because i'm if quite you're gonna get specific is a different thing isn't it? yeah i'm quite comfortable i can jump onto the rower or the bike for a longer period of time and just hold like an okay pace for a longer period of time <clears throat> i'm quite happy with that but it's the sprints i don't like so i'm trying to make myself do like mix in some sprints and stuff into stuff. Yeah, also, well, in general as well, if you sprint, I think there's lots of studies on this, but the carryover from sprinting, that brings your whole conditioning level up, doesn't it? It brings your, like your endurance level, your ability to maintain a slower pace for a long time. And it obviously brings your sprint performance up yeah. more so than if, well, more so than if you do uh, like steady state cardio for a long yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. much more carryover from sprinting than you do i don't think there's any carryover basically is there maybe you get some increase in recovery between sprints from mm. steady state because you're just improving your general conditioning level like your endurance level but yeah like when i ran marathons and stuff years ago now and i didn't run any sort of distance i was training wait i didn't do it fast there's not make any mistake about that but like the first time i ran a half marathon i think the longest i ran was eight miles, something like that. And all I was doing was sprinting and weights. And then because I had like this sort of sprint ability, like this ability to exercise at a decent intensity for a time, then when you back it off, then your sort of cruising level is relatively high. So I sort of cruise around in, I think it is like an hour, 50 something. That's all right. It's pretty happy with that. Yeah. For the first go at it. I didn't ever go much faster than that. I think the fastest I ever did was like an hour 40 something when I was doing more, like more martial arts and a little bit more endurance it makes a difference. And then if yeah. you're specific, then yeah, you have to focus on the long distance Then you focus on the steady state, long distance, then you add some intense loops in there. I'm very non-specific. I'm very much, I just want to get a bit stronger and then not hurt as much when I do the other stuff. That's the thing. I, 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 they just hurt so much some of the conditions so i did some really awful ones on the driveway the other week they're horrible the problem is it's never not going to hurt though is it <coughs> no because you get fit you just go faster it, that's yeah well that's it and then it hurts it hurts for less time because you're faster at it it probably hurts more get it done yeah it hurts more but for less time <laughs> because you're able <laughs> then to use your capacity aren't you? Yeah. it's the same with weights isn't it it's like when you're when you're starting out with the weights you can't lift as much but it still hurts and it hurts the day after because you're using like what you're capable of using to the maximum. But then as you get stronger, the weights get heavier and you're able to use more of your capability and you're able to use more of your, your muscles effectively, isn't it? Because you, you're, 
your nervous system is then able to fire more and then you use more muscle like to lift more weight but it's still savage or even more so because you're using so much of your capacity and you're so much stronger well i i think the worst the one of the worst times that i've had like muscle soreness <clears throat> was the first time i went to kickboxing I remember when, when we went to kickboxing in roxham in that uh mm-hmm. in that village hall mm-hmm. and i remember like i went there the very first time and i enjoyed it and um i remember like still the next week going back there and hobbling up to the door like my legs like i just mm-hmm. they just they just effed all week what was that from, from like the bouncing or it's a bit no like idea. yeah but you never trained at anything no, no. <laughs> yeah. and that's probably that like a you went there and that would have been the first time you'd done any yeah. exercise or were we training a little bit in probably like Norwich, little tiny bits time. in and out I don't maybe think we were because, no it was didn't we go to seams when i came back from uni for the summer I can't remember. I think so, because you were then living in that flat, weren't you? And I think yeah. I somehow managed to convince you to train. But when we were kickboxing, when we were kickboxing, when we were kickboxing, we're still at high school, isn't it? So, yeah, you were not doing anything. I don't even know how I managed to convince you to do that. I'm not sure. I can't even line up all those dates in my head now. No. Because the rocks and stuff. I was train, so I think I still, I still lived in Norwich. Uh, so... Yeah, I remember getting a train there. But yeah, but yeah, that was the that was the worst I've felt in a while. I mean, I've done some. I've probably blocked them out now, just various squat sessions and things. But yeah, not for like not having like legs like that for a whole week. But yeah, because yeah, you knew that makes sense. It doesn't because you weren't doing anything. Right. You literally didn't do anything. So somehow I managed to convince you to do that. Yeah, so maybe we were training as well with the weights and seams and stuff like that. Because actually, it wasn't when I come back from uni, wasn't it? It was when. Um, you moved back from Notch and I moved back to uh, Norfolk and was working in the Ardies and we went and we did the kickboxing because one of the guys that I used to see in the shop that I was working with at the Ardies thought he was the chief and then I think we went and smashed him up mm. so that was good good time yes please and Trevor I was thinking about Trevor the other day when we went yeah. tie boxing in, in, yeah. in did, someone, did somebody walk past boxing. you that was more tiger balm than math <laughs> Yeah, yeah. basically composed to. entirely of smelly salve yeah and he was cool though maybe yeah. he's still around or not it's pretty cool i saw him a few years back i remember seeing him yeah. like uh going back like 10 years maybe oh, okay yeah he's a cool guy yeah. that place is still running though i think i think the gym is still is still running what kickstop no i don't think it's called kickstop anymore i think it's called it's, it's like an M- mma Might gym change. i think maybe that tom telford or the other guy Stuart chase has yeah he's doing that but it never really blew up in Norwich that much, did it? I don't know. They've got like, uh, like contenders and all that kind of stuff. Like, um, mm. there's a little scene there, but yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing major. They're all everyone's a bit too relaxed. No one's yeah, that head up about anything around here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. You say that, well, there's quite a culture of. Um, well, they used to be at least like the, the little towns going head to head on an evening. Quite a culture, isn't it? yeah. Oh, I don't think anymore. No one's allowed out anymore. I don't know. You just have to fight on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Scrap it out with names. We'll go. Pull the trigger. Give your life out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's that's I my made week. A, I feel weak. My week has been my neck. I got a knife for cooking. That's pretty sick. Bad boy, Damascus steel mega knife. Was that this week or was that last week? Because last week you had the stew. This week, the significant, stew. significant portion of podcasts related to last stew week. talk. This week is pulled chicken, is what I made this week. Yeah. Which was pretty good. That's one thing that I really dislike doing in the kitchen is pulling pork or chicken like with the forks. You get the two forks and you. Yeah. Just That's like, what I did. Get me out of here. I got just, just cut the chicken up. <clears throat> I got arm pump. I was thinking that. I was thinking as I was doing it. I was thinking, can I just eat? Can I just eat this? Can I just yeah. change it from pulled chicken to just chicken with chicken. sauce? 
Would that be okay? It's just it's um, bullshit doing that, pulling that chicken about. It's like you're you scra- have to pull- <laughs> <laughs> it's like scrapping around. If you've got it on a plate as well, it's like right, right, right. It's like this isn't adding anything really to the flavour of this whole thing. I've got the sauce and the chicken there. It's a texture thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. Well, I do like my my chicken to taste like sloppy mush, actually. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the yeah, way I make it. Maybe I overpull it. I don't know. Can you overpull it? I think it's supposed to look like stringy like that, isn't it? But I got to the point last night. I was like, well, now it just looks like cut up chicken because I haven't done a very good job of pulling this. So then I had to do like another five minutes of pulling to make it actually look like pulled chicken. But then when I looked at it, I was like, no, no, actually, yeah, no, I've succeeded now. It was pretty good though. Surprised me. It tasted yeah. like it's supposed to taste. It did make me laugh last week when we were talking about talking about that stew. You're like, yeah, man, stew, 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 stew. <laughs> then we finished the podcast, and I walked out of the garage, and my, and my phone went. You, <laughs> the picture of the fucking stew. <laughs> <laughs> There's a man who really likes this stew, and you were like, oh man, it looks it looks amazing. Tastes average. Oh, but yeah. It's about right. As it, out of the pan, it wasn't great, but in the bowl, it was okay. And the next day, it was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Did, it mature, well. did it mature? Well, yeah, you're supposed to leave, it? aren't you, for a day? So you have to consider that right now, there basically isn't anything going on really for me except for cooking stuff and trying to not hurt myself again. Yeah. So that's quite a highlight in my week at the moment. So Good. I'll have to pick something else for next week now with my knife yeah got the mic got the headphones i'm not very impressed with these headphones though there's like a permanent mouse squeaking in these ones are good i don't know what it's about these yeah. ones are really good they look I cool recommend. these look pretty cool these are pretty sick look yeah you look like a like a pro gamer you need like a can of monster a can of monster and, sure. um, i don't know <clears throat> playing minecraft or something you'll be, you'll be well away. all about gran turismo you know me minecraft is yeah. off limits gran turismo yeah I think maybe it's just the USB. I'm hoping Harrison is going to turn into like a Fortnite world champion. Well, get him to play, man. That's the difference. He plays. He plays a couple of times a week. <laughs> play, man. He's playing twenty <laughs> hours a day. Like, yeah, right. He was. He wasn't very good at golf. He's not great at football. But Fortnite, he is rocking it. Yeah. He's rocking right. Fortnite. It's the future. Esports is the is where he's going. Yeah. Esports is the thing. So I was, yeah, I was, keep I was trying to teach him a bit of a lesson about um about money and things like this. Like uh, mm-hmm. his his mates have all got this the battle pass for Fortnite, so they're all playing and they're unlocking this stuff and you know they're spending all their V bucks on this and that. And he's like, V bucks, V bucks, and I'm like, I don't really want to spend actual money on like a different color cape for your guy like you know it's that it's that sort of stuff it doesn't help you out it just looks different yeah and um and then eventually i thought oh do you know what it's only like six quid for this battle pass so i'll buy it for him and uh, and i'll give it and i'll gift it to him you can like gift it to him from my account so i did it on the friday night and he plays it on a saturday morning and um and uh he went downstairs and woke up and he started playing it when he when he got up and i went downstairs in the morning and he said thank you to me for like gifting it to him and he said he got so excited when he saw that he had it that uh when he tried to speak no words came out and i was like oh man that's proper <laughs> excitement just, stoked, like, just a squeak came out but with, anyway within this within this battle pass you get experience points and you like progress and you unlock all this stuff and you can earn these v bucks which you can spend on stuff mm. So his mates are like spending it like i say like on lollipop shaped guns and all this kind of just stuff which doesn't help out but it's when mm. you're eight years old that's what's cool and i said listen dude if you can save up save up all your v bucks you can buy yourself the next battle pass because they're just churning through like every couple of months you have to buy it you have to buy it but so he's actually now like three quarters of the way to earning enough of these points to get his own battle pass so it's a nice listen and because he um you know the temptations there it's like um you can just spend it on all this sort of stuff and his mates will go, oh, you want this skin and you want that gun and you want this. And he's, I'm pretty impressed actually. It's just like, no, my dad said. Just battle pass. Dad said, I'm going to save up my V-Bucks. And if he earns over what he needs for it, he can, I said, mm. he can spend it. You can get the skin. Yeah, and spend it. So yeah, trying to teach him little bits and pieces like that. Very cool. Teach him to start investing. Yeah. One step away. Yeah. You'll be on it. Ten years away. Yeah, 10 years right now, he can do it. He can do it whenever he wants. Can do it for him. 
don't think, I don't think I'd trust. I don't think I'd trust them to invest in. Well, I not to do anything complicated. In, you invest in the company that um, yeah, makes Fortnite. Invest in Fortnite. That's it. Invest yeah. in what you know. Yeah, good. But he's well good. Yeah. He's well good. He's like calm under pressure. It's like when yeah. I'm playing like games, I'm like, ah! you know, when, like when we used to play Gran Turismo and used to always yeah. be in front of me, we'd play head on head, wouldn't we? Yeah. Head to head races. Yeah. And I'd like be coming up on you, like you obviously get the second player boost or whatever it is. And then I go, right, come on, have that, that last corner in Grand Valley. Was it Grand Valley? East, I can't remember the names of the tracks now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like I'm just about to get you, just about to come up, come past you. I just bin it every single time. I get too excited, but he's like, I'm like, I'm watching him play, and he's like, see some dude off in the distance. And I'm like, oh, there's a dude there, there's a dude there. He's like, yeah. He's like, change his weapon, line him up. Well, before we're talking about Fortnite, not Minecraft. That's a oh yeah, so they're two different. Yeah, Fortnite is like. um like a battle royale game like a hundred a hundred players get dropped onto an island and you have right. to like you collect guns and materials and stuff and then you okay. basically the the playable area shrinks all the way down to nothing and, and oh, you right. need to be the last person so he's then okay. there winning games against 100 people no way yeah that's pretty cool and he only plays it on saturday no he's, he plays he's allowed it saturday mornings and sunday mornings and then he they can have like screen time uh Tuesdays and Thursdays. So he normally chooses to play like after school for like an hour, mm-hmm. two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. If he's actually practicing, because that's the difference, isn't it? He's actually practicing. Yeah. And enjoying it, then he's on yeah. a winner there basically. Yeah. That's super cool if he's he enjoying like it. it. We like um and it's um I mean, Do adults feel, play that? Yeah. So he's got all the chat turned off. And he's got all that kind of stuff. So he only he only. Well, I was just thinking in general, the adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, there's stuff. there's like world champions where people win like <clears throat> millions of euros for, <laughs> for being the world champion of whatever it is. So yes, okay. it is like one of those things. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. get your kid to play football, get your kid to play golf. Yeah, it is now for sure. And like I say, it's going to get bigger and bigger, isn't it? Because well, like it's like more or less accessible to everyone, isn't it? Like if you haven't got. A lot of people have got a football pitch or whatever, but if someone wants to ride mountain bikes or ski or whatever, you can't do it everywhere, can you? But mm-hmm. like online games, I'm, you know, I'd rather be out, outside, but if that's what you're into, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I used to play Grand Turismo on Stop Man, and I loved it, loved playing. Oh, yeah, into the like, I'd rather done that than anything. Played it's it cool. so much that you had to turn the PlayStation upside down so it didn't overheat. Yeah, man, I'd play that like. And in Sunday, I think I was actually pretty good and I didn't really realize how good because I was playing online and I would like be up in the tables and stuff online and I was just like, just playing it. Yeah. <clears throat> Never mind. That was so, before, that was way back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah. Like before any of that stuff existed. So you got a knife, mm-hmm. what else did you get? A knife. Not smashed. Yeah, didn't smash myself. Got the, this mic. Didn't think about it like you did. So I think the mic was good, but I didn't think about the headphones either. I just Googled best value headphones. Turned out actually what they meant was cheap headphones with squeaking yeah. in my ears. They are the best so cheap, <laughs> the best, best cheap, cheap squeaky squeaking headphones. headphones you can get. Are these ones? Uh, got some bits for my push bike because I wanted to prep that so I can ride that. So I've got the little one, not the enduro bike that I was racing with, but like a, a trail bike. So I tweaked all the gears, tuned all that, and then got some uh, bits and pieces to bleed the brakes and just make them work a little bit better. So I do a little service on that. Yeah. Do you need brakes or no? It's controversial. They slow you down, don't they? But sometimes you need to slow down. That's the problem. Mm. Otherwise you get scared. Yeah. All if you went brakes. fast enough... Would you ever need to slow down? No, if you went really fast, you'd be sweet. <laughs> you'd be good to go. Sometimes you need to slow down. There's some crazy stuff when you go to the bike parks and stuff like that. There's some stuff there that you see when yes. people go too quick, you just get annihilated. It's not not where you want to be getting annihilated. But normally, speed is your friend. I like to work on that basis. The speed is your friend. How are you way out of stuff? Yeah, well, the problem is if you like come up short on things or... If you go really slow in technical sections, then generally the faster you go, the less actual balance you need because the bike itself is balancing you with the 
uh, inertia of the wheels, for example. So if you run into like a rocky section or um, something a little bit technical, generally the faster you go up to a point, the better it is because you're not all of a sudden just going to tip over or lose your balance. And you tend to as well be able to jump bits of the trail if you can get it right, rather than go through a root section. If you can go a little bit faster, you can jump over a root section. And that then helps you carry a little bit more speed and you go a little bit faster and you flow a little bit better. But you can't just charge down first hit and do that. You have to work out what's going on. See, I can you end up breaking I, when you talk about going really fast through root sections and hitting jumps, I can absolutely relate to what you said there because when I go out on my bike and I do a pop a little wheelie off a curb, that's mm, what I feel that like. Basically the same thing. Yeah. But, and then the back wheel hits and then I hurt my testicles. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the same to me. What you just boys. said, what you just said, and what I said are the same. Basically the same. <laughs> I like to jump off the occasional curb. It's basically the same thing. It's just a yeah. much bigger curb. Mm. Do you jump like me, distance. where you where you where you think you're going to do a jump, but your actual your front wheel hits the ground before your back wheel even comes off the curb <laughs> because you're going so slow? Is <laughs> <laughs> your wide so wide open? Sometimes, yeah. <clears throat> sometimes. Yeah. I am now, like right now. I was riding down beside the river and there's some little sections with roots and stuff like that. And normally you just send it over all of them because I'm a little bit nervous with my hip. Yeah, but that makes it worse. To bits. I just gone a little bit faster, we've been fine. But instead I'm like hitting all the roots yeah. and hanging up on the roots and then having to start and stuff like that. But it's still super early days yet. So I need to just yeah, don't go too crazy. Do behave with that and see. Um, but there's a pretty serious hill because there's a nice trail that comes down from basically the top of the hill that's out the back of work. But to get up that first, you have to climb probably four or five hundred meters, which is a decent sized climb if you're if you're riding enduro or you're riding an enduro race. Like four, five hundred meters in Spain at least is a big climb. Probably the most you'll ever see is like a seven hundred meter climb. So four or five hundred meter climb might take forty-five minutes or something to get up, and pretty steep. So there's something like that here, which. It's probably too much even to go and um, just start off with. But the problem is everything else is flat and then it's like flat and then mountain. So it's either mm. you're riding on a flat or you're riding up a mountain. So I need to go and try. Or maybe I'll do like half of it and come back down. Or when you say climb, do you mean like biking up it? Yeah. Like that sort of Riding climb. up a hill is called climbing. Yeah, not just cycling, not getting off and yeah. walking up. They do do that as well in the in the injuries. There's some sections where it's so steep or Chuck so your bike technical. Over your arm yeah, really. you or push it basically, or or push it up. So depending on how it is, like there are some sections where you literally climb and then you have to pick your bike up and carry it. But a lot of the time, it's more like a sort of push up a trail. It depends how steep it gets. Uh, but like the one, the very first injury I did in, in Spain was like that, and. The cramping thing I basically found out then because I was riding enduro, enduro, which is basically just riding mountain bikes. And I booked in for this race, thought, yeah, I'll do that. And I bought the bike and everything. It was after the first time I, um, that after I had that big accident, I was in the hospital for ages and I had to recover from that. Mm. So I did the trail marathon. And then after that, I was like, okay, I still really can't ride a motorbike yet. So I'll get a mountain bike and I'll start training with that. So I got the mountain bike and I started to ride and I was riding and just riding on my own around uh, where I was living and doing little loops, like 20 kilometers and like two or 300 meters elevation. And I'd done the mountain marathon in the mountain marathon. It was 2,700 meters of elevation. So almost like three kilometers of height you gain in 47 kilometers. So I booked in for this enduro and it was the same, I think 2,700 meters, but in 30 kilometers. And I thought, oh, well, they made a mistake mm. there. There's no way it can be that much. Mm. So I went to this race now. <clears throat> steep. And I, went, I went up the first thing and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I went down the first chrono and like crashed my brains out because it was insane. It was like a downhill course, basically. And I'd only been riding around like near the beach. Went down the first stage, like a downhill course. Started to go up the second one. Made it up the second one. Got to the end of the second one just about finished my drink but i was so slow that i didn't want to stop and get drink because i thought i'm not going to make the next uh, check as i come break. out of the next check i turn around the corner started to go up the hill and got cramped so hard in my legs legs both legs that i had to sit on the floor by the side of the like road 
and just hold my legs out straight so I couldn't move. And so I then drank all the rest of my drink that I hadn't bothered to yeah. do. And then had to do the rest of the day feeling where I was about to cramp and then like backing off a little bit from there. I managed to get all the way to the end of going up the fifth stage. And I was like, wow, it was really steep. And going up the fifth stage to the end, I was like five minutes over and it was so steep, man. And I think we had to carry for like 15 or 20 minutes up this last bit and like ultra, ultra steep. But I didn't have cramp. And I was like, oh yeah, I haven't got cramp. Got to the end, five minutes late when I got to the top. And the guy's like, oh yeah, your number is up. And, and you have to go straight away because the longer you wait, the more penalty you get. So I was like, yeah, 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 I'll go, I'll go. So I like got up to the top, jumped on the bike, went hammering down the first bit of the stage and immediately just got like this ultra cramp in my legs. And I was like, oh my God. So I had to stop again, sit by the side of the trail. My legs are just like locked out straight, solid, man. I couldn't move my legs at all. I picked up some more drink on the way up, like the yeah. fourth one or something. Like, that's, like, that's the problem. Periodically they have it. And uh, I was just sitting there, like drinking this drink, thinking I can't get down. I can't go up and I can't go down. Like, my legs just like completely locked out in front of me. And eventually they like released again and started to ride and had the, I think I had to like ride the whole thing sitting down. Literally any time that I tried to pedal, my legs just like crammed up immediately. So I'm riding this whole God. thing in my legs. Super crammed. But I was thinking, oh, no way. I'm not getting all this way and then not finishing it. Like I have to get down to the bottom. But it was like super Sounds hardcore. Like a good time. Like, yeah, it's pretty. Well, it's a cool sport, but like you have to be super fit. It's like, it's hard. It's really hard. The climbs are just insane super steep they're like first gear basically on the mountain bike like first gear grinding for like 45 minutes yeah up. And luckily they're normally on the road they're like on a tarmac road so it's not super technical or anything until you get to these ones that are really quite steep and then maybe you have to push but yeah that was sad okay. like seriously underestimated that like horribly horribly underestimated yeah. but going back to what we we're saying about doing this sort of really hard intense type work that's like super intense but also for a long period when i then tried to do some road cycling my like road cycling where it's steady state quite quickly went to quite an okay level because of the fitness i had from the mountain bikes because the yeah. road cycling you're basically just spinning all the time like obviously the people who are good are like powering up the climbs and hammering it and stuff like that but with the road cycling like went in with quite a nice level because of the mountain bikes so explosive and you, you need to be so strong to get up the mm. climbs and stuff with the big bikes so that's pretty cool so i jumped on that but I, I didn't really enjoy the road cycling that much it's okay but it's a bit it's a bit boring just yeah. spinning there's a lot of that around here yeah it's fun when you're riding in a, in a group <clears throat> yeah there's a lot of them around here they think they don't need to indicate either there's yeah. big issues around here with that yeah yeah you're on it. You're on i am um, speaking speaking of cramp Let's get on to that. I was I did a big assault bike workout a few weeks back and um I got off and thought I was okay and went upstairs and my calf started to cramp. So every time I tried to like stretch my calf out, it went the other way and my and then my toes started to cramp. Oh no. So then I was like had to stretch out my toes and then my calf started to cramp. Ah. So I was like, oh no. I was just hanging Sorry. on to like the edge of the bed going, I don't know what to do with don't myself. Move. Yeah, you just can't oh move. my god, that was awful. So yeah. No, I get bad. it. Sometimes in my neck here in my chin for some reason. And I'm like, if I move my head down, then it like locks my chin down like to my chest like this. Like I can't so I'm like Oh, I was going to do it now. You got to like stretch it out. Yeah, and like Keep stretch it, it like out. That. And then as I get to the top of stretching it out, then it will start to like cram again. Oh, it's evil, man. Evil. But I blew my, I think I just basically like blew my calf up. Like, and that's why as well. So it's smaller than the other one. Not only because I have used this. I worked out the other day. I've, I've used my right leg for one year less than I've used my left leg yeah. in my whole life. Yeah. So um, if I actually, I think I like tore it didn't realize and then oh, didn't no. get it well you can't really do anything about it i don't think and then when i broke my leg last year skiing the guy did the scan he was like oh you're you've, you've like torn your calf as well i'm like mm, don't nope. so i think that's torn from years ago and um but super painful but i like, felt it like rip because like uh, but it was like a, a cramp that like ripped it because i was riding super enduro and i i think i like, fell over in a in a log section put my leg down and like I was so tired that I had cramp in my thigh 
and my leg was out straight and as my leg was out straight it was like that thing of what you're saying like when you one's cramping and you're trying yeah. not to get the other one cramp i like cramped my thigh and i was like oh so i like try to like let it go and as i put it straight my calf just went and then yeah i couldn't i couldn't walk for weeks man but i thought i didn't like just pulled it or whatever but I think, you know, ripped straight off right. up at the back of my leg no idea poor little poor little calf poor little calf that. Yeah. these are good I've got these out of the box and uh, I was setting it up so that we would be able to run this today with these all this tech yeah and looked at it and it says uh, before first use please charge for eight hours oh dear nope Did anybody that's too do much it? tech you went too yeah, tight. out for eight hours. I probably won't. I'll just try it now. Get it on. All the right. battery guys laughing all the way to the bank. I don't think there. Yeah, it's a trick. It's Elon. a trap. Elon with his super batteries. He's coming for him. He's on it. Yeah. He'll be there. He'll be there waiting with his eight hour first use time. There. You think they come like, although if they had come pre charged, they'd have to put them in the factory for eight hours and charge them all that, wouldn't they? Yeah. And they wouldn't they do that. got time for that. Nobody got time for that. I don't have no time for that. Speaking of time, I think I've, mm. I don't know. I think we've gone over an hour now. Just about. I've got the, I've got some yeah. DIY to be cracking on with, some fence painting there, and boy. trellis putting up and all that kind of jazz. Another trellis. On. Yeah, we're just going to trellis up you and out. So we're just in our own like trellis cage, like uh, a trellis bubble. Yeah, like a we're going to make like a people. make like a like butlins. Just going to tent over our whole house. A little castle. <laughs> Pretty sick. A little tarpaulin on the roof. Yeah. You can make your own. <laughs> like some sort of post bubble sphere. Yeah. Mad Max house. Be all right. Yeah, but that's that's gonna be that's gonna be my evening. Dinner and drilling into fence posts and stuff. I'm gonna eat some more pulled chicken. I'm gonna eat some more smushy chicken. Yeah, pull that chicken. Pull that chicken. Pull that chicken apart. To bits. And that's it. Cool. All right, mate. Oh dude. I shall catch you next time. On the flip side. Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah.